Am I going to dislike it? I've never had it. I've never Ar- seen it before. I've heard Arfad- of it, I think, from TV. Yeah, kombucha. This is Arafat's first time ever drinking kombucha. I didn't like it the first time I had it. I just thought it was really... I mean, it's really, it's fermented, and you can taste the fermentation. Oh, let's... Are you going to try it now for all of our listeners for the first time? That's yes, so exciting if you can I'm get it open. I'm having a problem. Yeah, I can't get the <laughs> lid open. Right, let me try to see how long it takes me to get the lid open. <laughs> okay, here we go. Right. It's like... Oh, I smell it. That's so funny. Okay. Oh, that doesn't smell right. Yeah, because it's fermented. It's like bread that's gone wrong. Hello, I'm Arafat. I'm in the UK. And I'm Mohammed, and I'm in the US. And you're listening to Slow Pit Stop. Oh, that's not nice. <laughs> but I'm oh no there's a bit of me that's like me you know if I was eating something very very sweet like a very very like sugary cake yeah sometimes it's nice to have something a bit bitter to balance it out yeah so there's a bit of me that's like maybe initially but the aftertaste is powerful oof yeah it's not sweet it's like it's its own taste but people yeah, who know. like it like swear by it the people who drink it properly uh. <coughs> <laughs> You need a chaser now. Do you have something to <laughs> go over? <laughs> I have salted popcorn. Okay, very nice. See, I have never had alcohol before. I'm guessing you have never had alcohol before no, either, I've but not. I don't know your life. Uh, <laughs> so I'm guessing that's what alcohol tastes like. It's kombucha. Is I don't know. That's what I'm guessing because it tastes awful. Except alcohol gets you drunk. Do you not know like it? In the, in the meat shop, yeah. they've got all these because the, the meat shop I go to is um, a Kurdish one. Okay. And they've got, and they've got all these like. Yeah, they've got all these, like, 0% like fake beers and things. And I'm always yeah. like, why would I, I... I'm curious, you know, as to what it tastes like. I've never bought one, mm-hmm. but I'm a bit like, what is this? I have a friend who is, like, what is it? Teetle to- a teetotaler? I, I forgot the word. Yes, a teetotaler. So she stopped drinking, like, 10 years ago or something. And I asked her, like, of the 0% beers out there which one is the most accurate to real alcohol and she said heineken and when i went to the formula one race in austin they were giving out free zero percent uh mm. heinekens but they kept saying would you like a free beer so i was too scared to accept it and drink it i was like it says zero percent but is yeah. it really zero is it saying? really zero percent yeah. <laughs> i got one i used to have hello fresh and hello fresh yeah. normally throw in random things yeah like as an extra treat to so they sent two cans once in a HelloFresh box of Heineken mm-hmm. 0.0. And I was like, but is it really 0.0? And I, I, I couldn't bring myself to open it. I had the same thing as you. Yeah, it's just scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Mohammed. Hi, Arafat. We got that out of the way. We're going to be doing something a little bit different this week. Uh, I just wanted to chat with Arafat, and I thought you guys could listen in because isn't that what a podcast is? And we've had some news in the Formula One world. Mario Andretti has made significant progress in the offseason getting his team into Formula 1. Um, Prior, there wasn't even a process to get a new team into Formula 1, and all of a sudden, it looks like the FIA has opened up the process of evaluating potential teams, but he's still having all kinds of difficulty getting in. Uh, Arfa, what is the current reason they've come up against for him to not get in? Oh, the reason they've come up against? um... Yeah. Like, what is the current reason they're they're trying to make? they said that... I can't remember. Basically, it's money, isn't it? They want more money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's one teams. thing. 
They think the 200 million buy-in is too low. They want it to be 600 million uh, because that's what the NHL in America, the National Hockey League, that's what they charge for new teams, which is crazy. Uh, and then also, they don't like that Andretti wants to set up his headquarters in America with like a satellite office in the UK. They want him to be in the UK. Uh, but funnily enough, all the teams except Alpine Renault uh, don't want him in right now. And Alpine wants him in because they're going to sell him an engine, so they're happy with it. Um, but I thought it would be fun if Arfa and I could outsmart all of the Formula 1 teams, make our own Formula 1 team, and get that into the grid. So Arfa, why don't you tell us how this game is going to work? Yeah, so we're going to pretend that for whatever reason, Formula 1 has decided there's two new slots on the 2023 grid. Um, and Mohammed is going to play the role of an eccentric billionaire. And I'm going to play the role of eccentric, eccentric millionaire. And we're going to have to build our own teams from scratch with our different budgets. Um, and let's see how well we do uh, and how much success we think we'll have. My name is uh, Bernie Madoffelston. I am the love child of Bernie Madoff and Bernie Eccleston. So who's a millionaire? Because I, I, my whole thing is I want to be someone cheap. And I don't, I'm not here to race. I'm not here to win. <laughs> I'm here to launder money through the Formula One system. That's all yeah. I'm here for. So what's what's my name? Um, Arafat, right? Um, mm. Who's rich? A millionaire and has the name Arafat. You should be Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Team CR. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. So... Uh, the first thing, very obviously, what is your team name? Okay, yeah. So uh, you got to just have a straightforward name. Forget sponsorship and stuff. So Bernie Madoffelston. My name is going to be... Um, hmm. I'm, you go first. I have to think of it. I haven't thought about anything coming into this. So with team names, there's a yeah. way you can go about it. So you either go like, I'm going to do something super random and what I think is cool, like superstar wave extra <clears throat> yeah aggressive force yeah. go or something yeah. <laughs> um what was it super robot monkey team hyper force go yeah yeah that was it so you could go something like that or you go remember racing point yeah so racing, racing point, to the whole, the point because the whole idea <laughs> was they were chasing sponsors yeah so if i don't know um heinz yeah decided to sponsor them they'd be heinz racing and then a point as in like a full stop or what you yeah. call a period. Yeah. So that's their entire logo is built around the idea of attracting a title sponsor. That's why they so were you could go pink. that way. Yeah. Or you could just be like Sauber. That's my name. That's what the team is called. Deal with <laughs> it. So what are you mm. going to call your team? Do I want to go with my last name or do I want to come up with something clever? I think I'm going to go. Do you play Motorsport Manager? Don't. No. So I played Motorsport Manager for some time. I think two is probably my favorite. Um, and I'm not quite going to F1 manager in the same way because mm -hmm. I, I've always liked to have my own team. Mm -hmm. And inspired by the TV show Parks and Rec. Mm -hmm. Do you remember in season seven when Ron opens up his own company? Yeah. So he wants very to say good. it's a good company. Very <laughs> good. Yeah. So in all these games, my racing team has always been called Very Good Racing Team. And yeah. I'll just continue that for this game. Okay, too. that's fine. I've decided mine is going to be Stars and Stripes Racing. And I've realized why. Although my name is Bernie Madoffelstein. Uh, I realize, in reality, I want to be an American coming into Formula 1 like Mario Andretti. I've got a billion dollars, so I have a lot of money to spend. 
And I really want to rep America because Haas has not done a good job of doing it. We have a huge American market, so I'm going to be Stars and Stripes F1 Racing. So here's the next question. What city or country are you going to base yourself in? The factors you Mm. need to consider here are how expensive is it to work there? How easy is it to get to races and things from Mm -hmm. your country? Like if you're in Australia, everything is a flight. Whereas if you're in Europe, you can get to a lot of the European countries without having to, you know, get held up Mm -hmm. at custom borders and things. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you somewhere where you're attracting the latest talent in terms of engineering? Are you around engineering universities? Mm -hmm. These are the factors to think about. So where are you setting up office? Yeah, New York City, because uh, greatest city in the greatest country of the world. Uh, That'll be my main headquarters. Um, There's a lot of this empty new land now. So uh, I like we've gentrified areas and kicked out all the poor people. And since I'm a billionaire, I like that. So I'll take that land and I'll build factories on it. And then I'll have satellite offices uh, the way Haas do. Uh, somewhere in the UK, but I don't want it to be somewhere boring. So I'm going to pick somewhere fun and cool. Uh, I'm going to go with Liverpool. I'm going <laughs> that's my fun and cool city. I'm going to put my satellite <laughs> office Amazing. in Liverpool. Um, fine. So this is a very difficult decision for me. I've thought about it a lot because I'm a millionaire, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't get to where I am just because <laughs> my dad owned an emerald mine. That's how I got um, there. Exactly. So um, the things I'm considering, like I said, you know, where is cheap? Where are you going to get lots of talent? Where is it easy to travel from? Mm -hmm. And basically my entire thing is I need to do this as cheap as possible. Yeah. So I'm going to get government support. (laughs) And the type of governments that will support me. So I've got to really consider here. Do I want to be? Well, so I have a suggestion for you. Or do I want to be in Qatar? Or do I want to be in uh, UAE or Bahrain? But I think well, the Bahraini f- people are already funding McLaren. Um, and I think they have dabbles with Mercedes. Um, so really, I think Saudi, because they've got all this like neon projects and the line and all of these sort of things. That's so a I'm great suggestion. Like, I was going to tell you to do Saudi, because did you read there's like a report that Saudi wants to turn one of their like areas near Jeddah into like the new uh, motorsport valley, and they want to get all these teams to move their headquarters there, and they want to use that and then eventually yeah. build up their own. Neom. F1 I mean, team. they sponsor a bunch of Formula yeah. E teams, McLaren, all yeah. of them, all that N E O M yeah. Neom. Yeah, that's all Saudi. So I think it's great because they would they will pay you to open exactly. up exactly. You don't even have to do anything. So all the dodgy money that, that I've got, yeah, from my various uh enterprises yeah uh, i'll get laundered in plus they're going to be paying me so that's that's where i'm setting up also, shop have you heard that there is um oh not that there is but have you heard that saudi has purchased wwe so you can get free wrestling anytime you want amazing i know it's perfect it's perfect idea. next question yeah who's going to be your engine provider and why okay so Mercedes is already selling to a bunch of people, but the problem with Mercedes is they clearly are holding, you know, their cards close to their chest. Uh, you don't necessarily see success in the other Mercedes teams. Um, so the next options are either Ferrari or Red Bull. Red Bull only sells right now to AlphaTauri, and Ferrari sells to a bunch of people. And as soon as you know, Ferraris gave Haas and Alfa Romeo and all these other teams their 
engine, they were suddenly so much better. They were at the front of the grid. They were doing so well. But their engine is pretty unreliable. And do I trust Ferrari's mechanics to come up with a good engine that can last the entire season? I don't know. So I'm going to Red Bull. And they already need to be... They, they need some, like, uh, support because nobody takes them seriously, their engine project. They just see it as Honda 2.0 and Honda's doing it behind the scenes and they've slapped the Red Bull logo on there. So I think Red Bull should... They need some of that backing. So I'm going to go to them. I'm going to say, hey, sell me one of your engines. You'll look more serious as an engine supplier. That's how I'll do it. So here's my curveball idea. Mm-hmm. To try and bring in money... And make my operations seem more legitimate. Yeah. I'm going to try and bring a manufacturer with me. Oh, that's so cool. Who are you going to bring? Well, this is how I'm going to disrupt the system even more. Yeah. I'm going to bring in a car company that doesn't even build an engine. Oh my God, Tesla? Tesla. Yes, are you serious? The reason is their um, owner's morals are Mm -hmm. even worse than mine. Yeah, yeah. So we'd get along. And also, given, you know the way like Tesla's, their autopilot feature, mm-hmm. like all the cars live on the road are like in beta testing mode. Mm-hmm. And other car companies are upset about this. They're like, why are you live testing every car and collecting all this data? This isn't safe. So if Tesla is willing to bend the rules and risk the lives of everyday pedestrians, imagine how many rules they would break to achieve success in Formula One. Yeah, that's so, actually a really good idea because I feel like the future of F1 is actually AI and they're already using AI for their strategy for the most part and they're going to start using it for the development as well. They'll use AI to figure out the ideal floor design for this circuit or whatever and I really think Tesla, when it comes to manufacturers, has the edge with AI because they've been working on it for so long. So I actually think that's a really good uh, start. But are you I not... just think their ability to think outside the box and mm-hmm. break all the rules is second yeah. to none. Exactly. What is F1 if not breaking all the rules, right? Exactly. So, yeah, it's a good Fine. question. So, <laughs> um, so far, what do we have? Stars and Stripes Racing. Yeah. Very good racing team. Yeah. I'm based in Saudi. I'm yeah. already making profit. You're spending lots of money in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're now having to buy an engine from uh, Red Bull. Yeah. Whereas I've convinced um, Elmo to come support me and give me money as well. So again, I'm making more profit. Who's Elmo? Okay. Elon Musk. Oh, nice. I like that. That's Elmo. Um, Elmo. Yeah. So who's your team principal going to be? Okay. Who are you going to call first. up last minute? You, you go first because you keep picking good ones and I, I want to steal your idea. Right. So... There's very few people on the current grid who I think would suddenly leave their team. Probably the one that I would want... um, Well, there's two sides of this. I think someone needs to have morals in the team. Christian Horner, I think, would be very successful, but I think he would be down in the gutter with me and Elon. Mm -hmm. Right? So I think... If you really wanted someone who was like just a professional and got on with the job, mm-hmm. you'd want Andreas Seidel, mm-hmm. who's just moved from McLaren to Sauber. Mm-hmm. Would he come to me? I don't think so. So who can I convince to come to Saudi and take loads and loads of money and again, mm-hmm. help me break the rules so that I can get ahead? So it's not a current team principal. 
as someone that's just just currently out of work. Jean-tart. And the people that come to no, no. So the, yeah, the Jean Tart. The other people Jean-tart. that come to mind are um, Alan McNeish, who mm. was you know very successful with Audi and Le Mans. He helped Audi mm-hmm. in Formula E. Um, there was what's his face? Oh no. What's the man that went to Williams and was there for 10 minutes and left? He was a McLaren guy. Paddy Lowe. To Mercedes. Paddy Lowe. Um, have I told you I've met Paddy Lowe topless? N- what? N- no. The- yeah. <laughs> you should have saved that one for our future two, two, two truths and a lie one because that would have yeah. been a good one. But that would have been good. You have okay. to say the story now. How would you, you meet Paddy Lowe topless? Because I was in the gym at McLaren. You know the McLaren Technology Center? Yeah. So I'd gone down to the gym and he just got out the swimming pool and walked over and was saying hello. And I was just like... I've seen you on TV <laughs> with your now, shirt on with your shirt on and now you stood in front of me with no clothes on just dripping wet and I was like oh I don't know where to God. look I don't know where to look um, <laughs> and, uh, anyway um, that's incredible so that's, he's potentially so available many adventures in the McLaren but Technology Center. Yeah. realistically yeah. The, the person I want with the lowest morals of all I keep thinking would be Flavio Briatore Oh, he good. would come to Saudi. He would make deals with Elon and Tesla. He w- he would get my team to where it needs to be. Yeah, that's great. That's excellent. So, here's my thing. I have no motorsport experience. Uh, I am already going to encounter all of this resistance because I'm trying to launch my team out of New York City. Uh, I am going to Red Bull, who are the like arch enemy villain of formula one currently for my engine nobody likes me no one likes me and everyone is going to say that you don't deserve to be in formula one and they would be right i have no idea how to run the team so i'm gonna go to the one person who knows how to run a team from within the car and outside of the car sebastian vettel and i'm going to convince him to come out because i have a lot of money and I'll tell him, like, listen, man, look, my we're not going to get into the 2023 season. We're not going to, we're probably aiming for a 20, 2025 entry at this point. That'll give you a couple of years with your family. But this is a good gig. You're going to make a lot of money. You can use that money on the causes that you love. This is a sport that you know in and out. I'm going to give you full control to do whatever you want. And we both know you can win championships. We know that you know how to run a team from inside the car while driving. So, yeah, you're my pick. And I'm going to just give him a boatload of money and say that, you know what? And you know what? We will spend, we will give all this money to whatever charity you want. We will save the planet single-handedly. We'll do it. But you need to come work for us. Sebastian Vettel is my team principal. You know what? I can't argue against that. I was trying to think of, like, I would want him to, but I just feel (laughs) my team... Yeah, and what we stand for, yeah, um, doesn't quite line up with his views. <laughs> You're too evil. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. next one, another tricky position that we have to fill: chief strategy officer. Mm. Okay, you already know what I'm gonna do. I don't know if this is gonna work. This is what I think Mercedes should do in real life. But I have a lot of money. And ultimately, everyone knows that money is paramount, and that's what you do. Nobody has allegiance to a company. Everyone has allegiance to money. So I'm going to take a second boatload of money, and I'm going to take it over to the front door of Miss Hannah Schmitz, and I'm going to ask her to come work for us 
for triple the salary she's currently making at Red Bull. And since in the budget cap, the top three salaries are excluded, she'll be one of those people and that's excluded from my budget cap and we will just give her a lot of money to come be our head of strategy. She already has experience with Seb, I think. Regardless, they're both from the same kind of unit, Red Bull. They know how it works. They would do magnificently together. So Hannah Schmitz is on my side. Okay, our fight. Sorry, is, I'm uh, eating. I'm eating popcorn. <laughs> I thought you'd talk more. Um, <laughs> okay, I will talk more. I'll let you chew. So I think Hannah Schmitz is the best that there is right now, and everyone knows that. And I think Mercedes, now that James Vowles has left, and he's now team principal for Williams. I Oh, my God, I was going to drink kombucha now and just absolutely grimace. Yep, there he is. He's grimacing. I wish you guys could see our faces. Maybe we'll do that one day so you can see <laughs> our live reaction to our fight. <laughs> Look at his face. It's amazing. His face is amazing. It's the only drink <laughs> near me. Oh, my God. No, it tastes horrible. But yeah, so Hannah Schmitz is the best at what she does, and I think I can convince her for enough money. Like, why? She has no, like, allegiance to Christian Horner beyond money. Right. So, you, Mr. Billionaire, mm-hmm. are spending left, right, center. Oh, you know, yeah, You've absolutely. had to give Hannah Schmidt a salary. You've had to give her a second home in New York. She wants some sort <laughs> of penthouse thing. You've spent money on real estate. Um, you're spending money flying people out here, there, everywhere. Of course. I'm making a profit. Saudi government's paying me to set up my team. Um, they're paying Flavio's salary. Um, what Saudi else? is paying Flavio's salary? Yeah. You've asked them to? or? Yeah. Okay, all right. Good um, for you. So they're doing that. and then Tesla. What was our other criteria? Yeah, Tesla are putting the money in for their um, engine. And I got Flavio to be all charming and help them. So I don't want to spend money. That's my thing, right? So... I'm going to say, if I have, I'm typing. Can you hear me typing? Yeah, I can hear you typing. two-second lead over a rival in a Formula One car. Wait, what? My tires are starting to fade. Are you, uh, Chad GPT? There is a low risk of (laughs) a safety car and no chance of rain. Is now a good time to pit? Question mark. Right. Let's see what ChatGPT says. Again, this is just free on the internet. I don't know why you spend. <laughs> you know they're they're doing a premium ChatGPT. They're doing a premium G- ChatGPT now. It's going to be like fifty dollars a month. Can you can you afford the the premium? Mm. It's either that. Sort something. It's either that, or you spend fifty bucks and get F one manager and have them come up with the strategies for you. Yeah. I don't even think you need to do that. Honestly, Tesla has good AI systems. They could come up with, you know, a yeah. really decent AI. But what, what what did ChatGPT say? Was it like, this question makes no sense. Please refer no, to No, so it says, know. it may be a good idea to pit it this time. <laughs> Pitting now would allow you to change to fresh tires, which can give you better traction and help you maintain or extend your lead. Fresh tires can also give the ability to push harder and potentially open up a larger gap to your rival. Additionally, the low risk of safety car period means that you would not lose much time by coming into pit. However, you should also consider the remaining distance of the race and the pace of the car. If you can maintain your lead with the current tires, it may be better to wait and pit later. That's a good general answer. Are you happy with that? You're not going to win a race. I'd put more information in. I'd be like, well, you know, there's only 10 laps left and then they'd give me some information. So, yeah, I'm really happy that you've spent a large part of your emerald mind. I think chat GPT is not the way to go. If I were you, I would get F1 manager because you can just play the game. 
can have you can have one dedicated video game guy who that's all he yeah. does is he's playing a parallel game next to you and when the thing says new strategy available boom a new strategy is available that that's makes you, sense i think you should do that over chat gbt but i still right? have to pay the video game guy whereas with this i can just type into it this is this is even more cheap so are you the owner of the team going to be sitting there ty- no you're, you're gonna have someone typing it in for you so just video game guy pay him you pay him you don't have to pay him a lot pay him in cheetos he's okay. he's happy to sit there and play <laughs> pay him in mountain Great. dew and doritos that's how you pay him fine so we've sorted out our chief technical no, that was our chief strategist. We've not chief done technical officer. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. So uh, technical officer. Who are we getting yeah. to build this car? I thought you already got Elon Musk. No, no. I've just got him doing engine. The, in terms mm. of chassis and stuff, okay. who is our Adrian Newey? Okay. You know who I'm getting? I'm getting whoever the head of motorsport is at Ford Motors. Because Andretti got GM and Cadillac, and he's trying to get them. And who is their biggest rival? Who hates them the most? Ford. And between the years of 2011 and 2015 or 16, I owned a Ford Focus sedan, uh, which you guys called saloons for some unfathomable reason. But I owned a Ford Focus sedan, and it was great it lasted for like 150,000 miles before it died and i loved it and uh if you can make a car like that then you deserve to be in formula one so i would get whoever does motorsports at ford and i'd be like you you're gonna build my car so we're gonna be sharif f1 ford racing or sure no not not sharif why did i say that um motor what what was my name stars and stripes we're gonna be stars (laughs) and stripes (laughs) Uh, I had to remember for a second if my last name is on my public-facing Twitter account, but it's I think not. it is. So I have not. Oh yeah, it is. I think Shreveful. it is. Yeah. So I have not doxed right. myself right now. Good. Uh, but yes. So stars and stripes, Ford F1 racing. Fine. I had no idea how to answer this, but something has just popped into my head. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking about um, Paddy Lowe's. Uh, topless dripping body oh, i was like oh yeah that guy's not doing anything right now <laughs> i get him to come and design my car just because it all went wrong at williams doesn't mean uh it would go wrong with my team because i'm not hiring claire williams so it mm. will all be fine what why did you say no to him being your team principal uh, i think you said because he wouldn't be available so why would he be available to build No, no, he car? would be available. That's why oh. I was going through people. Uh, Andrea oh. Seidel, I said, wouldn't be available. Oh. The sort of people that would be available, Alan McNeish, Paddy Lowe, these sort of people. Yeah. But yeah, I think Paddy Lowe would be better in terms of making the Building car. The car. Yeah. And Flavio could play all the dirty politics. What if I paid all this money? I'm not going to do it. But just like hypothetical to the hypothetical, I pay all this money and I get Adrian Newey. And I've got Hannah Schmitz, Adrian Newey, and a Red Bull engine. And Sebastian Vettel. <laughs> That would be pretty cool. <laughs> I would be a Red Bull cool. 2.0. <laughs> yeah. Red or Bull. That's what you Red- should call yourself. Red or Bull. Red or Bull. No, I'm not yeah. going to do that. That's too much. I'm stealing too much from Red Bull. I don't know if it's subconsciously because I, I like Mercedes. I don't want to steal from them. Or if I subconsciously think that Red Bull is now better than Mercedes. I'm not I'm not yeah. sure which decision I've gone with. But okay, yeah. Okay, what's the next one on the list? Oh, um, the most important of them all. What drivers are you going to have? Ooh, no. Uh, yeah, that's good. Two drivers. We can take them from anywhere, right? Off the grid, F2, IndyCar. I need a proven race winner. Um, somebody who's not, you know, a fluke winner. Somebody who's good at in the car currently. 
Hmm. This is a good question. I almost want to say... I, you know what? I don't know if this would work. I think this would be my second driver, not my first driver. But I really want Nico Rosberg back. I was just thinking about it. Like, he, I feel like he still got it a little bit. He left because, you know, he was, like, scared of the competition with Lewis, I guess. But uh, this would be a not as high pressure. He's fighting in the midfield. He's still young, relatively. He, he wouldn't be my main driver. I need to think about who my, like, star-studded headline driver is. But for now, I'm going to go with uh, Nico Rosberg as my second driver. What do you think? Yeah, he's got real villain energy. I like it. <laughs> um, but um, my team, I think my biggest problem is, you know, I could approach people like Sebastian Vettel and things, but being based where I am, associating with the company that I associate with, Flavio, Elon, all these other people. A lot of drivers just find my team unpalatable. They're uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Um, but I know one man who, when asked about politics, just said, hey, you know, I, d I, I don't pay much attention to it. I don't know what's going on out there. I'm just here to have a good time. Brian so, Hinden. No. Hinton. <laughs> Isn't <laughs> that his yeah. name? No. I'm talking about one Daniel Ricardo, who, like you said, is a proven race winner, is currently out of work, and I would throw so much money at him. And one of his biggest problems was he had to be away from his family for so long. Yeah. So I would use my millionaire cash to bring his family over to, so he wasn't separated from them. And he would have no problem with all the company that I keep. So that's so yeah, your that, big that's spend? Since you saved money on everything else, this is your big purchase? I wouldn't pay him how much Renault paid him. Or McLaren. You know he got $18 million just to walk away from McLaren. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. He's already getting paid by another team this year. Yeah. So he's probably not going to be so desperate for cash that he yeah. argues for an ex excessive amount. And I'd be like, hey, look, I know you're already getting 18 Just be happy with the six that I'm giving you. And I'm giving you a full-time race seat. <laughs> yeah. And uh, um, a house for your parents. There. And he's still, in, he's still in F1. Yeah, he would love that. Yeah, $6 million. That. That's yeah. how much I'd pay. I think that's good. And I found out, I, I figured out who my first driver is going to be. I can't be all like, you know, Stars and Stripes, Office in New York, uh, partnering with Ford and not have an American driver. So I've already decided Nico will be my number two driver, but his express job will be to train my number one driver and get him F1 ready, Colton Herta, who is a proven race winner at IndyCar and who I think just needs a little bit of training to do well in F1. The American, other American drivers are already taken. Logan Sargent's gone. Uh, Pedal Award is gone. So they're both really exciting. But I still think I can make do with Colton Herta. So he's going to be uh, my first driver. Um, and I'm going to have Nico Rosberg. Just, he's just going to be you know coaching him in the car. He's going to be like, make sure Colton knows to attack in turn one and recharge into turn four and you know all that good stuff. And yeah, that's going to be my plan. Colton Herta. So I'm really torn about my second driver. Yeah. You know? What, where do I go? What direction do I go? Do I go Mick cheap? Schumacher. Expensive? <laughs> do I... Yeah, go... Well, Mick Schumacher, whatever I end up doing is just too vanilla for this team. <laughs> right? Yeah. So that's not happening. Because basically what I'm thinking is the sort of person that really embodies the ethos of what I'm trying to build is someone like Mazepin. Right? Okay. Or do I go completely different and... Do I get Oscar Piastri? Because I know he has no problems burning bridges at the last minute and leaving people <laughs> just, you know, 
in trouble. So I could throw loads of money at that situation, get Elon and the Saudi government to back that and just pull Piastri over and just yeah. cause all sorts of havoc for my rivals. Yeah. You know, McLaren will have lost their team principal, lost their star driver. <laughs> this, you're gutting McLaren the way I'm gutting Red Bull. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, I've taken Paddy Lowe from them sort of. Um, so that's another option. Or do I go very, very cheap? Um, and Roman Grosjean. No, uh, even I have limits. <laughs> Standards. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm thinking, like, do I get someone out of Formula E that will just be really excited that they're getting a Formula One Ooh, driver? Ooh, you know who you should get? You should get um, Jack Nichols. Not Jolien Palmer. You should get what? Jack Nichols. <laughs> Why? I meant to say Jolien Palmer. <laughs> yeah, Jolien Palmer. I misspoke, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd pay him £500,000 a year. He'd take it. <laughs> Or um, who else would come drive for me for half a million a year? Um, Hulkenberg, obviously. Um, He's already in. He's Williams' driver. No, you mean Haas. Oh, yeah, Haas, yeah. Yeah, but, like, if they're paying him half a million, I'd pay him, like, half a million and one dollar. <laughs> come here instead. Um, but, yeah, I don't want Mick Schumacher because that's just so vanilla. I either want to cause loads of upset by bringing Mazepin back to the paddock just to see what he does. And destabilize things, or, or do you know what I would love to do? Take Nui. No, entice <laughs> Kimmy out of retirement. Oh, just be like Kimmy. Oh my God, do that. The, the, have Seb the and world Kimmy needs back. you. Yeah, and I'd be like, look, I promise you, no media commitments. You don't have to talk <laughs> to anyone. You don't have to do anything. Like, show up, drive, leave. You don't even need to come to, you know, <laughs> race briefings or. Um, any of the technical meetings, just show up and drive and leave. Uh, I wonder if you'd take that deal. So that's who I'm going after. So Dan Ricardo and Kimi, and Kimi Raikkonen, that's insane. Yeah. That's, yeah, um, pseudo-Italian pairing, <laughs> you could say. And, uh, yeah, I've got, who do I have? Colton Herta and Nico Rosberg. I like it. So Stars and Stripes, F1, Ford Racing, and then what was your name? I forgot. Very good racing team. Very good racing team. And who okay. would your title sponsor be? There you go. That was the last thing. Okay. Title sponsor has to be someone flashy. I don't see how you can get away with not putting Tesla in your name or on your team because that's a pretty big Yeah, I'd have Tesla on the front of the car. I'd okay. have Neom, like the Saudi stuff on the side, mm-hmm. but then some other random title sponsor to come and pay. So, you know, like, so I need someone. So even though I'm making billions of dollars um, through my Emerald mine, I think I need someone to replenish those billions of dollars who can take hits and they want their name out there and they want a good reputation already, uh, something like that. So I think I would go out and get formerly known as Facebook Meta to be my title sponsor because they've got insane amounts of money and they're definitely trying to break into new crowds. And yeah, so I think it would be Meta, very Meta Stars and Stripes Ford F1 Racing. That's that's who I would have. So, I can't seem to get through a single TV show or YouTube video or anything <laughs> without having thrown in my face that Samsung Galaxy Flip phone or whatever it's called. <laughs> Z Flip, whatever. Yeah. Who even knows what it's called? I just see the phone all the time. Flip, 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 flip. Why are you folding your phone in half like that? Anyway, <laughs> um, I think they're so desperate for everyone to hear about this phone 
they would sponsor me. And you know the way Williams had like the top of their cars, like the Duracell battery? Yeah. I would have something where I had my DRS system look like one of these Z flip phones. <laughs> nice. And so it would be the Samsung, Tesla, Neom, very good racing team. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. All right. Uh, what are your team colors? Like what, what color is your livery going to be? Um, so in in um, in Motorsport Manager, I'm usually red. Mm-hmm. But actually thinking about it, if I start to go with Saudi colors and things, oh green no, you know like white. that bright Lamborghini green, mm-hmm. like fluorescent green. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that with like nice. yellow stripes all over. Nice. it. Nice, perfect. And then you can pull it off as like British racing green or something. No, do you know what I want? I want like Lamborghini green and then yeah. the yellow. Not racing stripes. Remember in like the early 2000s, things like Fast and Furious, Need for Speed. Yeah. You'd get all these like tribal, like they look like tattoos, like the tribal yeah. designs. I'd On have that all over the car. Just, just, <laughs> just why not? Amazing. Amazing. I The colors I'm going to go with have to be red, white, and blue. And it's going to be so obnoxious that when you see the car, you're just going to be like, wow, that's a flying American flag. And the front, the nose of the How car... How do you know it's not a Russian flag or a French flag or a British Because flag? the front of the car, the nose is going to be a bald eagle's head. Uh, like, ah, you know, and then it's going to have the stars and stripes are going to be the second half of the car and the middle part of the car is going to be... Um, or, or, or the back of the car is going to be the stars on the blue, the white stars on the blue background. And the middle of the car is going to be the, the red and white stripes. So it's going to be so unmistakable as an American car. And yeah, the the back of it will say in bright letters, uh, Ford. Uh, that's what the the DRS, like the tail or whatever, is gonna say. And then on the side, it's gonna have in, in the huge letters, uh, who is my title sponsor? Is Meta. It's gonna say Meta, and it's just gonna be huge. And I'm not gonna do any crypto sponsors because they are great for one season's worth of like money, but then they all go bankrupt after one season. So it's not reliable. You need a good amount of money coming in. So I'm just gonna go with all these like tech giants like Meta and Google. And stuff like that. They're all going to be my sponsors. Do you think Formula One would let us on the grid? So that's good. And then we. I think that... I've got a better chance than you. <laughs> I think for the company I keep, I'm yeah. profitable. I'm going to bring money into this sport. And if they're like, we want 200 million or 600 million or whatever they want, my people have got me. Well, so I think they'll let me in for a similar reason because I have so much money that there's no dilution fear. I can bring them the money you know that they want they don't they're not going to be scared about losing money and on top of that i've got real people backing up my bid i've got sebastian vettel in there he's got so much like poise with him i've got ford which is already in motorsports in america and they're very good at making cars so if it's a serious offer with ford behind them uh and i've got hannah schmitz is going to be my my strategist so clearly i know how to run this team and nico rosberg and i've got all these f1 names it's not like a small outfit i i think i give myself a six out of ten chance of making it in where do you think you finish in the championship uh so there's 12 cars right i don't think i finish worse than williams i see myself finishing p7 in my first year p7 yeah very interesting i reckon i could beat williams haas and here let's let's Alpha do something Tauri. I'm going to look at the... the what was My the team area? would fight with Fernando Alonso for the next place. That's what would happen. Okay, hold on. I just want to see real quick what the standings were for the bottom half of the grid. So in sixth place was Alfa Romeo. 
Seventh was Aston Martin. Eighth was Haas. Ninth was AlphaTauri. And tenth was Williams. So I think I could, yeah, P7 with two, yeah, I, I think I could do it. I think I could be right. Because, you know, there's like three major battles always. There's like the one, two, and three are fighting for the top. And then you have four and five are fighting for best of the rest. So I think I could finish just under best of the rest. So with that said, with the with the bottom four being Williams, Afatori, Haas, and Aston Martin, who do you think you could beat? Oh, I think I could beat Williams and Haas. Okay. I think I'd beat Alfatori, and I think Fernando Alonso single-handedly <laughs> would be in like a season-long battle with my two drivers. Nice, amazing. Okay, cool. Um, and now, with that said, let's talk about the real world just for a second. How do you think the Andretti thing is going to play out? I don't know. I want it to just work out. I don't understand why all the other teams are just being so annoying about it. Um and this is where like strong leadership is required. The entire structure of Formula One is a bit broken, given that all these like stakeholders have too much power. Like yeah. someone at the top just needs to be like, "This is what's happening. Deal with it." Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's a, such a great opportunity for the sport as well. We want to see more. Like I remember watching Formula One. There's 26 cars on the grid, mm-hmm. and I want to get back to that because then you don't get into situations where people like Mick Schumacher and Daniel Ricciardo aren't on the grid. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, the more the merrier, I say. All right, excellent. Yeah, I mean, I I hope they get in. I think it'll be really exciting. I hope they bring in two really talented drivers. I'd be interested to to see 22 drivers on the grid. Do you think Panthera Team Asia? So if I'm Andretti in this situation, you are Panthera Team Asia. Do you think they have a chance of making it in? Um, No, because they don't have... No. (laughs) (laughs) Because they don't have anything. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, amazing. And that, I think, is the perfect place. Oh, you know, let's talk about James Vowles for a second. That just happened a couple mm. of days ago. How do you feel about Vowles moving to Williams? So I read an article in the race where Toto Wolff was like, we've been training him for a few years to become team principal. Mm-hmm. Because Toto Wolff's contract ends at the end of this year. Mm-hmm. And I think had they achieved the eighth world championship with Lewis, mm-hmm. Toto would have been like, yeah, it's time for me to step away. Mm-hmm. I think Lewis and Toto are both on a mission now and mm-hmm. will not retire until that mission is achieved. Which is eighth and, championship for Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. And Toto nice. said, given that I couldn't give that position to James because it means I have to step aside, this is the next best thing. And he says, as an organization, we always have people moving, people leaving, and we've always been preparing to promote mm-hmm. from inside. So we will have a, a structure in place for when James goes and. Because he's been like learning to be a team principal, he's kind of like Toto's right hand man. Mm-hmm. He's had less of a hands on thing recently with the strategy anyway, mm-hmm. and it's like a team of nine that he's mm-hmm. been leading. So day to day stuff might not change. They just need someone to be like, yes, I'm the figurehead of this, mm-hmm. that I can make the ultimate decision if we need to. Um, but yeah, also I wonder if because James has been thinking about becoming team principal and was being groomed to become the Mercedes team principal. Will they get someone now who is much more focused on just strategy and will it accidentally be a good thing for Mercedes? Yeah. So that's the big conversation is will Rosie Waite be promoted from head of strategy to director of strategy or whatever James Vells' last title was. Um, and I actually do think, I mean, I, I don't know. The thing with Vells is that like 
Mercedes strategy has been such a weak point for so long, and I wonder if that's been because James has not really been in the role for a while. He's He's been doing these other responsibilities as he's been learning how to become team principal. Um, and I do hope that it results in better strategy for Mercedes. I think that's going to be really important because unless we make it an extremely dominant car, we're going to get into these strategy battles um, every single race, and we can't just keep going to chat GBT like we've been doing. Uh, they're not going to always have the right answer. It's, it's such a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, but the other thing that's kind of weird to me is like... It, I think the timeline is kind of weird unless they're lying to us because James said he's been talking to Williams for about a month of December, but he didn't tell Toto until January 3rd or something. So I can't believe that to be true. I think Toto must have known that James has been talking to Williams and I think he was like, you know, it's good if you go to another team, get some team principal under a different team and then come back and then you'll be even better at Mercedes. Maybe. Yeah. I wonder if that's the ultimate plan. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, I hope it turns out best for Mercedes in the future. I hope Williams can slink out of 10th place. Oh, let's do something else real quick before we finish. Who do you think will finish last in the standings this coming year without having seen any of the cars? Williams. Okay, yeah. Well, I think James Vowles will make a little bit of a difference, so I'm going to go AlphaTauri. Uh, but, all right, cool. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us. We're going to be doing this, like, historical like side show called slow pit stop 1982 and uh it's about the 1982 season so if you don't know what happened don't look it up Arafat is going to be telling me all about it and i'm going to be reacting to a wild season uh with multiple winners and it was very exciting and stuff we've already recorded some of that content it'll be coming out soon Arafat, you look like you want to see something no i'm just listening to you attentively Oh, thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on this episode where we played How to Build Your Own F1 Team. We hope you join us next time. Bye. Bye. This has been a production for Not That Good Media.